Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today we are going to talk about President Biden and leverage and what leverage is and what it isn't. And we're going to talk about some international signaling that is occurring and maybe get, even get into a little bit of speculation. Um, okay, so for quite some time now, the topic of leverage has come up and, and it's in the context of what leverage does the U.S. have that it could use to influence Israel. Most people who are in favor of this, they point to the aid the U.S. provides. That's not leverage. It's not enough. Uh, I know that they're one of the biggest supporters, like our biggest recipients of U.S. aid. However, they also have a massive military expenditure of their own. They're not dependent on that aid. So as much as people like to look at it as if it is leverage, it's not. And people have asked what leverage the U.S. actually has. And I'll be honest, it's been really hard to come up with something. Because most of the leverage the U.S. has is uh, it's like a nuclear option. It, not actually nuclear. It, it's something that is so dramatic, it would alter the balance of power in the Middle East. Israel knows the U.S. isn't going to do that. So it's not really leverage. And it's been hard trying to come up with something to answer that question. I want to read you something. I have been emphatic with Israel's leaders that extremist violence against Palestinians in the West Bank must stop and that those committing the violence must be held accountable. This is Biden. Goes on. The United States is prepared to take our own steps, including issuing visa bans against extremists attacking civilians in the West Bank. That's leverage. It may not sound like a lot, but it is. Mainly because this is something the U.S. can actually do. A lot of the other things that the U.S. has as leverage... It can't do it because it would disrupt the balance of power in the Middle East. That's something that, that's, that's actionable. So, let's talk about signaling. First, and this, this, this can't be, this part can't be missed. This is the most pressure the U.S. has, has put on Israel in a very, very, very long time. And I don't mean doing it. I mean, just saying it, that's very public. Um, and it's sending the message that, A, the U.S. is no longer going to uh, look the other way when it comes to settlements. And B, it's something that U.S. policy has now determined is going to be something that they try to enforce sanctions, you know, type of thing on individual people, not the country as a whole. Um, and the other signal that's here is those, those lines on that map 
they're real and they need to be respected. That's the signal. Um, there's also a little bit of, hey, times are changing and you're going to have to change with it. It's another piece of it. All of those are signals that are easy to see. I'm going to step away from just the normal stuff for a second because there's something kind of interesting here. Um, if you're reading the tea leaves, it seems like Biden might be entertaining the idea of a multinational force to enforce those borders. You know, people talked, there was a lot of conversation about a multinational force afterward. Um, seemed odd because, I mean, I can't imagine a lot of countries raising their hand when the question is, who wants to go in and, in essence, occupy that area? That, that's, a, that's a big ask. However, if that multinational force wasn't there for that purpose, there might be a lot more takers. I would, uh, I would keep your ears open for the phrases multinational force or internationalizing the, uh, the security responsibilities, something like that. If you start hearing those terms, I'm going to guess that a number of countries have decided that the way to stop the, uh, the fighting is to literally step between them. Don't know that part. Okay. That part is putting things together that don't necessarily make sense in the current context. And when you put them together, that's a conclusion you can draw. So I don't know that, but that's kind of what it looks like. Um, now, how Israel responds to this is going to be telling. Um, I don't know how they're going to respond to that. Um, there will probably be, they'll either ignore it or have a very strong response at first, one of the two. And then the real response will come out in a few days. Um, but that this is a very, very public, public statement by the United States head of state that is definitely trying to influence Israel. Um, how it's received and how well it works, we don't know yet. But this is a development you're going to see again. And Biden kind of signaled this was coming earlier. But I don't think anybody really believed him. <laughs> uh, so we'll have to wait and see how it plays out. But we have definitely seen a departure from normal U.S. foreign policy, from the status quo of U.S. foreign policy. It's changing. How it changes, we'll have to wait and see. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.